0: Welcome to Life Talk, a series of thought-provoking podcasts specifically developed to thoroughly enrapture, dynamically expand, and potentially enrich your life by challenging your heart. And now, here's Craig. You know, I don't think we understand the importance of memories. And so let's talk about the tool or purpose of memories and... How we mine those out. You know, what's up with memories, anyway? We all have hordes of them, apparently endless reams of them, that run a seemingly impossible gamut. Our memories encompass a boundless array of events. They're expansive enough to fully embody the entire breadth of our emotions. They can be crystal clear and irreparably clean in their recollections, but they can likewise be fuzzy, misty-like, and somewhat fluid creating dramatic and moving renderings of our past from the abstract to the surreal, to something quite conventional. Memories preserve what would otherwise be lost and they create a means by which to redeem ourselves through the lessons learned and adjustments made because we can recall it all enough to learn. So our memories just sites and sounds and moments and experiences filed somewhere in some methodical filing cabinet located in the gray fissures of our brains. Are memories about some internal hard drive that collects all of this stuff for retrieval at some critical or possibly opportune time? Clearly, memories have a vitally important place in our lives. Otherwise, why would we have them in such wonderful and woeful abundance? The ability that we have to store information and experiences and feelings serves a multitude of indispensable purposes. In fact, it's likely that we simply couldn't live without the mind's ability to remember and recall. And if somehow we could, we would certainly be so much the poorer. So it appear that memories and the ability to recall things would appear to be incredibly, possibly indescribably important. The question is, do we maximize that ability? Do we utilize this marvelous faculty as fully and as completely as we could or should? Have we ever even considered? the magnitude of this seemingly fathomless resource, or do we embrace it as little more than a tool to reminisce or a curse that causes us to remember that which we'd much prefer to forget? Does memory become just the stuff of curious trivia or abundant fodder for colorful conversation? Or is it possible that this ability is far more valuable and more indescribably powerful than we even begin to realize? You know, it's possible that we don't even come close to understanding what this amazing resource can do. Have we then forfeited a quite phenomenal resource? Well, because we do, we leave it languishing as some sort of all too common process that readily generates trivia and information, but is lacking for life altering substance. So what does memory do anyway? Well, I would suggest that memory feeds us. Amy Tan wrote, Memory feeds imagination. Look, memory is the vast and endless storehouse that ceaselessly feeds the richest part of our deepest selves. It's the copiously rich and prolific foodstuff from which the marvel of our core humanity is luxuriously nurtured. Memory refuses to grant us permission to live solely in the one dimensional realm of the present. Instead, It affords us the opportunity to live in the flourish of the present while simultaneously sipping fully on the many variant flavors of the past. Memory can seamlessly draw from both the past and the present, feeding more than sufficient creativity to live with flourish in the present and robustly create an entirely innovative future. Well, what else does memory do? I think memory preserves. Memory is that thing that will not allow life to listlessly pass by and be forever lost in the passing by. Life comes by once, and if it were not somehow captured in the passing, we would hold it only for the moment that we have it, and then it would be gone. We would be creatures of the moment only, and we would be unable to take every moment and use those moments to build on every other moment. Memory allows for the amassing of a prolific array of building blocks rather than living with the flatness of holding onto the building block of the moment and then having to forfeit it for the building blocks for the of the next moment and then the moment after that. And so memory preserves. Well, what else does it do? I think memory maximizes the storehouse of the mind. The human mind is incomprehensibly vast. such is the extent of the mind that we're not even remotely capable of understanding what it can do. The only limitation that the mind has is the amount of information and experiences that's put into it, not the capacity to store it. If we leave the mind empty, if we're unable to seize each moment and store those moments in the mind's vast storehouse for retrieval, the immense size of our minds simply wouldn't matter. Why foolishly squander the resources of the mind by leaving its vast enclaves empty and barren? Why would we let empty space Define us. Well, I also think that memories build on themselves. Tyrone Edwards wrote Contemplation is to acknowledge what digestion is to food, the way to get life out of it. If we simply see memories as memories, as nice or not so nice places to walk around and reminisce, we won't mind the riches in them to enhance the riches in them. We walk through our memories for a whole lot of reasons, but typically not to submerge ourselves in them in order to let them build upon themselves. Typically our trip into them is much more something similar to a casual jaunt and a whole lot more superficial than serious, something like a stroll rather than an expedition, or a walk in the park versus parking ourselves in them. We miss the fact that memories build upon themselves in a prolific flowering that makes the sum total of the memories greater than their individual parts. Memories expand in their encounters with other memories. Well, I also think memories mark history. Memories are the files that indeed hold our histories. Histories grant us an undeniable and powerfully sustaining sense of purpose as they recite our paths. In reciting our paths, we develop a sense that our lives were not woven from the fabric of randomness, but there is a rational progression that suggests something of meaning and intent. Memories map out a path that permits us to see a rhyme and a reason to what appears to be randomness. They allow us to see our lives in retrospect and in doing so to identify footprints that from the distance afforded by memory are anything but wandering. It's here that we come to understand that our apparently meaningless and misdirected lives have something a whole lot more purposeful to them. In such a telling discovery, we can see that our lives had a rationale that suggests undeniable purpose. Well, you might well be advised to wade into the vast sea of memories. Such a journey is potentially rich certainly richer than meandering or more likely running away from them, go back in your memories and recognize that memories feed you. Memories preserve. They maximize the incredible storehouse of the mind. They build on themselves and each other, and they mark history. And those are all great reasons to relish, cherish, and visit our memories often. Thank you for joining us for Life Talk. For further information or additional resources, please visit www.craiglpc.com.